All right, I will start. Go ahead. You're live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Bold Call Fantasy Football Podcast. Today, we are looking at the NFC. Players per team to draft or avoid. Bold Call. Got the best coaches in the game. <laughs> we really ain't playing. We regroup up in the Slack chat where the coaches debrief. We be piecing these puzzles. Occupy the chunk of the pie. Ain't no lie when we hit the block. Helmets casket is top. All right, last time you saw us, we were doing the NFC, uh, the AFC teams, and now we're looking at the NFC players per team to draft or avoid. Before we get into that, of course, we want to talk about our sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. Says they're doing something special this week, my man. So check this out. We already have our promo code with Thrive, which sets you up for $100, or 100% deposit match up to $100 deposit. You sign up at Thrive. Make a deposit. They'll match it up to $100, which is nice. It's a prop fantasy site. And, you know, if you can get the free $100, that's awesome. But this week only, because they have a ton of overlay, and it is a ton, what they've done is they just called us up and they said, you know what, for anybody who signs up this week, we're also going to give them a $20 ticket to the big 100 k Sunday opening week contest and another $20 ticket to the Thursday night game. So basically, you make any deposit at all, $50 or more, they not only match your deposit, they're giving you $40 worth of contest tickets free. And let me tell you something. I just took a look at the Sunday contest, the 100000 It is not going to fill. There's going to be massive overlay in this thing. It's ridiculous. So I'm actually really excited about it because only 256 entries out of 5,555. 5, they will not fill this. So there's going to be lots of free money. Go check out Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code DFSARMY. You sign up for an account. They're a prop site. So basically, I was just looking at how it works. Again, you know, you're going to get five or six questions to answer. that are just over-under questions like Russell Wilson yards 265 says over-under. Over. Over. There you go. That's the favorite. Okay, Christian McCaffrey, 71.5 rushing yards over-under. Oh, that's a smash. Against the Jets, he's going to have a 120 rushing yards. He's, he's this is going to be a big Christian McCaffrey week. He's going to town. How about this one? This one's easy. Stefan Diggs, over under seven and a half receptions. Who are they playing? They're playing the Steelers. Steelers, I'm going to say. to Man defense. They do not um, play zone. I'm going to say Diggs uh, gets off to a slow start, and, um, you know, and, and I'm going to go under on that one. The, the over is the favorite, but there you go. Um, but here's one that, that was an easy answer for me. Dalvin Cook, over under eight, 0. 0.5 touchdowns. Oh, he's going to score this week. I mean, that's the, he's their offense. He's their whole offense. He's a lock to score. So, like, a lot of these spots, they seem pretty reasonably um, very soft, you know, easy to call. Two and a half touchdowns for Mahomes, yes or no? Passing. I'm passing. going to – I'm going to say that the passing game gets off to a little bit of a slow start. In no, Kansas no, no, wait, City. wait, wait. They added in passing touchdowns or interceptions. So, so it's two and a half counts. Two and a half. Oh, that's that's an over because there should be a shootout. I just fear that they get down on the goal line and that they they do that Travis Kelsey reverse Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Mm -hmm. I think Mahomes gets off to a slow start, and he's actually one of the the players that I'm telling DFS Army members to attack in single QB and super flex after a slow start to week one. Cause everyone, even the DFS community is really high on him this week in a shootout with the Cleveland. Yeah. It's the highest projected game on the slate. And, and here's another one. I mean, and this is 50, 50 odds, which is interesting. Um, Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown. Yes or no. I mean, I'm a, the favorite has got to be yes. So I'll fade that and say no. Yeah. But one of the cool things with this format is you got to answer a few of these questions, but you can create correlation. You want to do Mahomes with Tyreek Hill, that kind of thing. So anyway, check out Thrive, promo code DFS Army. Yeah. Get all the free stuff. Tickets. I mean, the tickets are, are ridiculous. You're going to get 40 bucks worth of tickets, another uh, $50 deposit match on a $50 deposit. So basically, if you put it 50 bucks, they're giving you $100 oh, $90 worth of stuff for free. It's crazy. All right. Let's get into it. We are looking at the NFC team uh, players per team to draft or avoid now says this is the format that you created for our AFC tell me a little bit of, again about how we're going to do this 
So what we're going to do is we're going to go through each team in the NFC. And if you didn't see our AFC uh, episode, just go back into the YouTube feed. I'll link it in the video description below, and you can see this for AFC. Now, it doesn't matter if you've drafted already or you still have a draft coming up tonight or tomorrow. This is still good because then you'll hear about hear us talk about players that you already drafted. So you can be like, yeah, I got that guy. Or, oh, damn it, I, I got that guy, and they hate him. So this is still going to be useful no matter if you drafted or not. We're going to go through each team, and quickly the geek and I are going to give you one player that were smashed at his ADP. We loved him. We drafted him. One player we avoided at ADP, and one player that we think could be a little bit sneaky. Now, it doesn't have to be a late player. We could be like, you know, in our AFC episode, we talked about Josh Jacobs, and the sixth round now is a sleeper because it's all upside in the sixth round. So, so the we're going to spend about four- here is against ADP because every player has has value at some point. Right, exactly. And even, you know, when we talked about like Stefan Diggs, like we're, we're, he's a draft him. Of course, you're going to draft Stefan Diggs, but Geek was talking about how he wanted to draft him in the first round, which again is not a nutty thing to do. And you passed on him in our draft we, last night. We were in a draft and you know I was staring at Stefan Diggs and I wanted him, but you know who fell even further? Zeke in the second round. So, you know, it was a really tough decision, but I did have to go with Zeke Elliott, like, you know, midway through the second round, just because. How do you not? He also was a smash there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. So let's see. let's do this. Let's do this. And by the way, after this podcast, you and I are going to need to figure out in our dynasty league we're in together. I need that tight end still. So Zach Ertz, we got to can we hammer that out today because the season starts and I really I just don't have a tight end. I need one. So got to pay. Got to want to play. You got to pay. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to I have my wallet's open. My wallet's right. open. You want to play? Yeah. You got to pay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to try. You know, I, I have a few deals going, but if if you and I can work something out for like one of the your second or third guys, I'm 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 open to that. So, uh, by the way, in our draft last night, uh, I'm a little p- not pissed off. In the third round of our superflex, I took Justin Jefferson, passed on Russell Wilson. That's my big regret. Um, and I was looking about like who's the wide receiver I would have gotten. So if I would have taken Wilson, I would have gotten Allen Robinson. But instead, I got Jefferson and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you know who knows? It's but I'd rather. Worse. Yeah, I mean, you. Oh, you think way worse? Yeah, you much rather have Wilson and and Keenan or Allen Robinson. It's just yeah, Keenan Allen. I got either way. Yeah, no, that that was just way worse. And I just think in like if you've drafted in all your drafts, you're gonna make errors. Don't get hung up on it. You just don't know. And obviously, looking at this right now on week one, I heard a great like. It's funny, like we're all like anticipating week one. I heard Sigmund Bloom on his podcast. He had the perfect description of these next few days. He said it's like waiting for the season is like being strapped into a roller coaster. They 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 uh, they seatbelt you in, and you hear the up. click. You hear the click click going up. Click, 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 going up. click, and then as soon as we get down, everyone just starts screaming because the season started, and you know, so I, I that was like a really great description yeah. of it. I right, man, we need to get started. Ready? All right. So NFC, this. we're gonna start with the with the NFC teams. We're gonna go to the well. Here we go. The NFC East. We'll start with like uh, our East Coast. So start with the Cowboys. Quickly, geek, draft them, avoid them, sleeper. All right. The draft them is Amari Cooper, and it's not cheese balls. He is going. For me, Amari Cooper has been the last of the elite tier of wide receivers. I put him in the top 15. He's actually going after that. So um, he's going so far, especially behind C.D. Lamb, who is my avoid. Because C.D. Lamb just should not be going ahead of Amari Cooper for me. They're the same guy. Amari Cooper still the number one wide receiver. Love C.D. Lamb overall. But C.D. Lamb's going in the second round. I got Amari Cooper in that draft yesterday, I think in the fifth round. Yeah, so, super flex. So that's it, like, yeah. But he, Lamb was gone in like the second round or the third. So yep. it was a two round differentiator. That's that's it right there for me. Um, I love Lamb, not taking him that far ahead of Cooper. As a matter of fact, I don't think he'll have a better season than Cooper. The who's avoid? Your, no, you said that Lamb is the avoid. Oh, so the who's, avoid. Your, who, and who's so, your and who's your sleeper? Sleeper on the team is Blake Jarwin, tight end, going super late. He was set to be the the guy last season and um, geek he in hurt. Jarwin's first in Jarwin's first game, you know, before he got hurt, yeah, he, was doing he, great. Caught, he caught three for three. And one of those was a touchdown. Yeah. He was doing great. Gets hurt. Dalton Schultz comes in, has a nice year, but Blake Jarwin is the quote athletic tight end on that team. And let's see him step up this. You can get him as a TE. Like he's, he's available after the top 24 tight ends go. Very right. easy. To, very easy pick. 
I'm going to take the Giants. Uh, draft them is Barkley for me at this point. I mean, he's falling out of the top six picks. They said he's playing week one. So there's no reason, even if he gets off to a slightly slow start, you and I, everyone believes if we started this, if we drafted again week three, Barkley's going to be the one, two, or three pick. I mean, so if you were drafting tonight or if you drafted Barkley on, in the second round in your one quarterback league, score for you. That's an absolute draft them. Uh, my, the avoid them is is wait, wait oh, so my avoid him is daniel jones in one quarterback leagues i know everyone thinks like even two oh, quarterback leagues i mean i have him in a two quarterback league it does dry <laughs> up he's my qb3 so you know it, it's you can call him a sleeper because he did have a good year or you can call him and avoid him i'm trying to avoid him but i full you know full disclosure i did draft mo bobby clinkert says danny dimes um as our friend chris list calls him danny bitcoin you know, yeah. or it could end up being no, Danny, he's, he's Danny, Danny Doge. Doge. Yeah, he's well, Danny Doge. And I think Bobby likes him because he won him a million bucks. So it's kind of, you know, I would love him too if he did that. The avoid him uh, is, is going to be Evan Ingram if it's not Danny Dimes because Evan Ingram's already banged up. The guy can't catch. Uh, he's just not good at football, even though he's an athletic freak. And if you need a sleeper, I've been drafting to Kadarius Tony in the last round. It's an easy cut. I just, nobody knows. Last year, Brandon Ayuk, no one liked him. And he was in the first round of, of the real NFL draft. Kadarius Tony could end up being like, nobody thinks he's going to be good, including myself. But in the last round, if you're just looking for a sleeper that you're going to get a quick reveal on, in week one, if he has one target, just drop him. But what happens if he gets six for 60 in week one and, and maybe scores? So I would take Kadarius Tony as a sleeper. Uh, Geek, you're up on either. You could pick the Eagles or Washington. Um, I'll go Washington. Uh, so just run through this. They're really fairly priced, but my hmm, my draft him is going to be Tony Gibson. Yeah. I've gotten no matter, no matter the price. I like no first matter round, the price. Take listen, him. First round. Antonio Gibson is falling into the second round. You can get him there. Mm -hmm. Right. But he shouldn't be right now. He projects as a workhorse. The coach has promised this will happen. Will it really happen? Let's see. Last season, he was a 16 touches per game. If he can increase that at all, we're talking super stud. The guy can catch. He is a touchdown machine, or he was last season, and now he's got a team with a much better quarterback that tends to be a much more efficient style offense. So every the arrow's pointing up. I remember when Christian McCaffrey was in year two. You could get him at the end of round two, and by the end of that season, everybody knew this was the number one player in fantasy football for the next few years. We might get something like that out of Antonio Gibson, so you got to get Gibson on your team this season. He is on most of my teams. Who's your avoid over there? My avoid... Logan I mean, Thomas. I don't know if these guys are like him? really Logan Thomas. Like, is Ryan Fitzpatrick in a void because no, he can get no. benched in week seven? No, no. I, I like Fitzpatrick. I mean, it's just like the. How about Curtis Samuel? Is he yeah, a good Curtis Samuel. I'm going to call Curtis Samuel. He's the getting avoid drafted there. in the eighth round, dude. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like Curtis Samuel there at all. So Curtis Samuel, the avoid. A little bit of injury stuff going on. Um, plus, they they drafted Deami Brown. They have some other names there at wide receiver and and i don't i just don't think there'll be enough volume on this team it's always curtis samuels everyone's like loves curtis samuel i hate that guy as a fantasy player i i've uh, never had anything good happen with him gimmicky guy um the main thing though is there's just not enough volume in this i love terry mclaurin so there's not enough volume in the in the in that offense to support curtis samuel being consistent you know and and your sleeper how about how about we'll go with diami brown as a sleeper you know, he looked good in the preseason when he's played. He's going to be the WR3 on the team, and you're getting him with your last pick. Again, Deami Brown only becomes useful, really, if Curtis, Sam Curtis Samuel kind of goes out. So it's not a player that I'm super excited by, but all right, fair he's enough. a rookie wide receiver, and it's tough. There's no real sleeper on this team. Do you have one? I mean, J.D. McKissick? Not really. Uh, yeah, I mean, you said it all. You said it all. Let's yeah. move over to the Eagles where I can tear through it pretty quick. I mean, just just thumbs up me on every time you agree. Thumbs down me if you disagree. Jalen Hurts is the draft him at ADP. I mean, come on, ninth round. The guy is the second best running quarterback in the NFL, maybe the third at worst behind Lamar and Kyler Murray. My, my most drafted player this year by yep. far. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a draft him every format for redraft. Just go get him. Um, the One avoid of, him. Let me throw a factoid out there on him. One of maybe three or four true running quarterbacks in the National Football League. There are not many of these guys. You want all of them, but he's the cheapest one. Very important. 
Yep. Okay. My avoid him is easily Dallas Goddard. He's getting drafted as like the tight end seven. Uh, I'm really worried about him with Zach Ertz there. Uh, I'm, I'm echoing a little bit just so you know. You may want to turn down your volume much to drop. So, yeah, I would just absolutely not draft Dallas Goddard. I don't even think I have him on my board at all. If you want to get him as like TE 18, 19, that's fine. But where he's going, he just can't. And we love him. He's If Zach Ertz wasn't there, he would be a top five, top six tight end for us. Absolutely. And draft and the sleeper is Zach Ertz. He's going as tight end 20. And Zach Ertz has had a season where he's had 115, 116 catches before. He's 30 years old. He's younger than Gronk. He's younger than Kelsey. Everyone said this guy is dust. He's made good with the team. I think that Zach Ertz, if you're playing the punt on tight end game, is absolutely, I mean, he's viable. I mean, it could go wrong. It's not someone you're super excited about, but in, in that area where you've played the complete, like, hey, I'm going to go get running backs, quarterbacks, and all that stuff, and you just, why not, right? Just why if, not? If you look at the games that Zach Ertz was actually playing, the reason we have a perception of him being dust or not being good anymore was because he was being drafted as a top five tight end, and mm -hmm. he was kind of producing as a top 12 guy or top 10 guy. You know, he's getting 10 points. He wasn't, you know, last season before he got hurt, he wasn't producing, like, the 25-point games. But remember, it's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz sucked. So um, there's that. Right. Zach Ertz is 30. You know, he's not this old tight end. He's 30. You know, tight ends go strong until 34, 35. So really um, good prime candidate for a bounce back season. OK, man, you are up on the Cardinals in the NFC West. All right. Cardinals. Draft them. I need a second. I need a second. Obviously, I love Kyler Murray, but I don't. I don't draft him at his ADP. It's too. It's too high in single QB leagues. I'm waiting. For so him. he's your avoid him. So he's he, your avoid him. No, I have a different avoid him. So but you got. You got to rip through these. The people. Well, you know, I got to think for a second because you know what? That team doesn't pop in my head. Uh, All the, right. So you want me to give you a different team? Or I'll yeah, take. Me, I'll, I'll take the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, you're ready. What are you prepared with it? Like, I need <laughs> for I need me, the draft him through it. Well, let me let me rip through this. Okay, okay. Kyler Murray. All formats. He's going in the fourth or fifth round. I'm drafting him. He's my QB three, hands down. There is a clear tear break between him and Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is losing his weapons left and right. Love Lamar Jackson. He would have been my QB three had all, everyone been healthy. So after Kyler Murray, it drops off. So you need to get him if you want an elite quarterback. So he's my draft. My avoid him. Rondell Moore, I love the player, but he's moving up into the eighth round. He is an absolute avoid at that ADP. Okay, he's a gadget player. He, I want to see him do it running routes first before I believe it. And if you were getting him in the 11th and 12th round, no problem. That would be absolutely fine. But in the eighth round, there's too many good players that are sure things. Sleeper-wise, hold your, hold your nose. This is going to be so gross right now. Don't say AJ Brown. AJ no, Green. no. You know me. I'm a James Conner guy. You're getting him oh. in the 11th round, and he's a starting running back. He's being treated as if he's a backup. He's the starting running back. He may have limited upside with Chase Edmonds there, but he is the favorite to lead the team in touchdown, rushing touchdowns. So he would be my sleeper. Okay, Geek, you are up. I'm going to give you a choice here. Can you either could take the Rams, the 49ers, or the Seahawks? All right. Let's go Rams. And Who's your draft? My draft him is Darrell Henderson. I'm still on the Darrell Henderson train. Period. Okay, now you're getting him in the seventh round. Every time he's played and started for this team, he has smashed. Plus, you can easily back him up with Sony Michelle, who I'm putting them together as a pairing because Sony Michelle's already there in the 11th round. So you get Darrell, you get Sony Michelle, you lock up the Rams running game this season. No problems, right? My... My avoid him is Matt Stafford. I'm just not into Matt Stafford. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. I have no shares of Matt Stafford. I think he'll do fine this year. So he's an avoid him at his ADP? You want yeah, to like he's going QB 10 or 11. He's still I, in the top 10 or 11. I, you know who I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say Robert Woods going on the 3 No, I like turn. Robert Woods. Um, no, my avoid him is Stafford. I just don't have any exposure to him because Jalen Hurts is right there. And Stafford seems to go ahead of Hurts. Right. So I'm just waiting on Jalen Hurts. You want there. the running QB. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I want the and running then, QBs. Who's your sleeper pocket guy sleeper on this team? Van Jefferson. Yeah, I love that thing. Very, very late in your draft. I could have gone with Tyler Higby, but I don't think he's a sleeper. I love Tyler Higby as well. But uh. Van Jefferson is that guy you can get right at the end of the last pick. And you know what? Cooper Cups have injury has injury history. Uh, Van Jefferson is a second round pedigree wide receiver. No one's thinking about him. I actually think Van Jefferson will win you some DFS tournaments. 
this season. So yeah. keep that name in your mind. I like the Van Jefferson call. It's got some yeah. good pedigree. Do you think it was Higby? Like, do you think it should have been Higby there? I, I just think Higby's not a sleeper. He's no, I agree with you there. I yeah. totally agree with you there. Okay, so finishing out this division, uh, we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. I'll take the 49ers. Uh, for me, the draft them is going to be Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he's still he, – there's a chance that Brandon Ayuk ends up in the – like that tier with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper next year. He's on the way up. He's ascending. He's still – in the seventh or sixth round of most drafts where the people are unsure because there's multiple targets there. And, and I understand, but Brandon Ayuk is an alpha wide receiver. He has first round draft, first round draft pedigree, and he's a yards after the catch monster. They, My best they, comparable they got to, mouth with, to feed over there though. And you know what? He's He's going to be the biggest mouth of them all. I don't care about George Kittle, who who is a good segue, being my avoid him, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But, yeah, Brandon Ayuk, my best comparable to him was Pete Odell Beckham, can catch those slants, take him to the house. George Kittle, I like the player, but I just don't like drafting him in the 2-3 in the turn where he goes in one tight end leagues. I, I don't even like Darren Waller for that reason. I love Darren Waller, the player, but in the first three rounds, I want to get a good, solid core of running backs and wide receivers. Um, so my avoid them is Kittle just because the ADP is a little expensive. You and I both like some of the, uh, the, the wide, the tight ends a little bit later and the sleeper. I mean, he's not a sleeper in a sense. I'm echoing again. So you have to, you have to plug in like a headphone or else it's just going to constantly echo. Um, so the sleeper is, um, it, it Raheem Mostert. I mean, yeah, we're getting a, a big echo just so you know, I think it's For just people. on your end. Uh, I'm not, I don't think okay. so. And the, but the and commenting, what's that? If you guys hear an echo, let us know. Okay. So um, we're, we're right now we're going over our sleeper for San Francisco. Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert is the starting running back on a team we think has the best running game in the entire NFL. He's going in the seventh and eighth round. We know he's like a sports car. If you, if you ride him too hard, he's going to break down. You're going to have to bring him into the garage. But while he lasts for his price, Raheem Mostert is still a legitimate sleeper in 2021. You're up on Seattle, Geek. I hope you thought this through. All right, here we go. Seattle. Draft him. DK Metcalf. I don't care where this guy goes in your draft. He has the ability to go all the way up to RB uh to WR1 this season. He's a touchdown machine. If Russ is cooking this year, if he's cooking, and we think he might be cooking this year, we think there will be a cookout in Seattle. It's gonna be DK Metcalf scoring all the tutties. I love that they throw um, only to two guys on that team. That really helps. The avoid him for me is Chris Carson. He's just a boring uh, running back where you get him. He's yeoman-like. Um, I think he'll be fine. He's going to split time with uh, Penny quite a bit. And um, uh, Alex Collins is there, too. I yeah, like. Alex I don't know Collins. if Alex Collins is a real threat, but... No, I um, think that Alex Collins is not a threat to be fantasy-relevant, but he's a threat to hurt... He's like a Malcolm Brown type. Come in, where, yeah, get a couple carries and stuff. And he's just going to hurt... And those carries could be on the two-yard line. Like, I'm more he is concerned a, with Penny. I actually don't think Penny is that bad of a player. But, but yeah. he's a battering ram. You understand? Like, Alex Collins is the guy that... He's the first guy... In Braveheart, he's that first wave of soldiers that just goes and You're automatically gets... Because of the video of him doing the, the river dance? Because oh, I didn't see that. that. I didn't yeah. see that. Did you see he he did the river dance? He would yeah. go river dance lessons to improve his footwork. The Irish jig. There he is. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> he did the river dance. I love that about Alex Collins. So my avoid is is Chris Carson. He also always gets hurt. Uh, you know, he just always gets hurt. So I don't, I don't like him right where he's at. There are some players I like Gus Edwards that you can get in that zone that I like a little bit more. And then my sleeper on this team. I mean, Tyler Lockett is the sleeper on the team, guys. No one likes Tyler Lockett. Everybody thinks he sucks. He's stinky. He has down games, but that dude produced multiple games of 35-plus fantasy points. You're getting him as like WR 20-plus, maybe 22 or 23. Tyler Lockett's great. He's on the Let right. Let me ask offense. you this. What side cooking, of – I, I got a question Lockett for you, Geek. If, if, I gave, if I offered you this bet, which side of the bet would you take? Total fantasy points for the year. Either DK Metcalf and PPR or Lockett plus 50 points. Which side of that would you take? I mean, that's a lot of points you're given. 50 is a lot. Okay. So I'm probably side? taking Lockett plus 50. And it's not even a question. It's yeah. not even a question. That's my point is that if you don't like Tyrell Lockett, then you should be happy to take the 50 points, right? You should be, that's two monster games I've given you. 
right? Two monster games. Yeah. But wait a second. If you think that's a if that's a runaway bet, that means you think those wide receivers are closer together than they should be. And so that was my point, is that I'm giving you two free games it, of monster says, production. They don't throw to that many people. It's a condensed offense on the team. It's it's Lockett, it's it's Metcalf, and you'll get Gerald Everett getting some catches. Everett could have been a sleeper there too, but um, they don't throw it to that many people. Yeah. So lo- when Russ is cooking, I just went through a back test of last hey, season, we- and a lot of the weeks, the winning lineup for the M- Millie Maker was Russ, Metcalf, and Lockett, that trio. So that trio scores together. Yep. Very good correlative, correlative play for you DFSers out there. Uh, so NFC North – I'm going to take the Lions since I'm, I think, the highest on the Lions of anyone other than Lions fans or who might actually be down on them. For me, the sleeper, I'm sorry, the draft them is, you say it for me, Geek. Just say the name, is no. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. What's that meme of that guy who standing there yeah. like upset at, at like some Ohio team? DeAndre Swift is one of the best running backs in the NFL. There's obviously a huge bias against him because the Lions are perceived as an all-time bad team. I don't think the Lions are as bad as we think they are. They have a very good offensive line. They drafted the best offensive lineman prospect in the last half decade. They're going to run the ball. DeAndre Swift is an, an exceptional pass catcher. Jared Goff was the number one overall pick. Did not pan out well in in once in Los Angeles, but it did take them to a Super Bowl. He is good enough. He is the a younger version of of Andy Dalton. I think that DeAndre Swift, who's healthy for week comparison. Right. I mean, which is fine to run an offense. I mean, Cincinnati made playoff runs with Andy Dalton. They were never any good as far as, you know, big time advancing into the playoffs, but it, people are acting like that. This is, uh, this is the word. This is like, Sam Darnold on uh, under Adam Gase. I mean, this is that's not what this is. So draft DeAndre Swift at his ADP, which is now in the fourth round, late third round. It's every time. Avoid him. <laughs> avoid him is <laughs> you can laugh at me. Um, avoid him is any a wide receiver. The whole team? <laughs> that's everyone. Uh, yeah, uh, avoid him. There really isn't an avoid him because nobody wants these players. But in a super flex league, if you can avoid Jared Goff uh, and just get someone else, that's fine. But no again, it's drafting Jared Goff. That's not an avoid him. He is still available in a super. In I said in a super flex, flex league. I know the draft. He's, well, that's my there. point. Is that there's really not an avoid him because nobody is getting drafted on this team at a bad ADP. So I know that's like a a very bad way. But like, who's a, who would be an avoid him on this team? Swift is the avoid him. Okay, so for me, and then obviously the sleeper on this team is if you are fading Swift, you need to draft Jamal Williams. I mean, you just have to. So if you think Swift is terrible, or if you don't, if you think he's going to break down in some way, then just take Jamal, Jamal Williams, Williams in, the, in the ninth round. Is the correct choice here? Here's okay. here's the difference. But I, hey, I like let's... Jamal. I, so I gotta I gotta tell the reasoning here because I like Jamal. Jamal Williams is the play because he's going to get the same number of snaps yeah. as as Swift anyway. Um, and Swift, you already saw he got hurt. He was hurt going into week one. It, even a slight injury to Swift, Jamal Williams becomes a workhorse, pass-catching running back. He will help your team without Swift in there. So he's got that massive, like, prime RB1 upside for a handcuff running back price point. I really like Jamal Williams, and I think he could be a guy that, with the right set of circumstances, is actually your RB2, and you're happy with it all season long. All right. Uh, Bobby Klinkert's favorite team. We're going to go with the Bears. So why don't you lead us off? We already know. Who's your draft them for the Bears? My draft them all day is Montgomery. I've been all over this kid. He's just going. I'm not going to say he's a top 10 running back, but we saw in the last few weeks. Why not? Well, he could rise up there. Well, yeah, that's my point. We saw in the last few weeks of of, of, uh, the 2020 season, he rose up to like RB4 by PPR points, uh, was smashing. Now he's coming back. Better offense. They'll get rid of Andy Dalton within the first couple weeks. And and I'll, I'll get to my sleeper in a second. My avoid him here. I don't have an avoid him on this team. I like everything about the, the ADPs on the team. I'm trying to think through. Wait a second. I can give you the avoid him right here. And this is who's, this who's, is gonna get this is gonna get us a lot of venom right here. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. Who's your avoid? Because I've got a I've got yeah. a sleeper. Yeah, I think that the price on Mooney has gotten a little too high. He's in the yeah, seventh right, round. I like Darnell Mooney, but I think that they're, you know, Cole Komet can end up being the second best receiving option on this team. So we like Mooney. It's just that he's how many targets is he gonna get? 80 targets. At that level, I have not wound up with any shares of Darnell Mooney. It's possible because he's in a range where I still like some of the other players. So that's fine as an avoid, but we do like Darnell Mooney. Maybe he's a little too high. I know I don't have any exposure to him and I like it. 
but my sleeper. Yeah, like it's, that's my point. Is, it's like I we both like Mooney, but we don't have him on any of our teams. So that means that, we avoided that, him. You're you're right. Yeah, that that is a good avoid. Just that ADP. Maybe it's yeah. a little too high. There's other players. I like if he was more. going in the twelfth round, he would be yeah. on a lot of your teams. My sleeper, and I've got more than one. You mentioned Cole Komet already. I like Justin Fields as my sleeper this season. He is my favorite second quarterback pick. Listen, Dalton will not be starting long, and you are getting another one of the few true rushing quarterbacks in the league very, very late in your draft. He is going to lead um, teams to fantasy football championships. And all you're doing is you got to bench him for the first two or three weeks while they let Andy Dalton, like, you know, creak around out there. Dalton, as says, has said before, they're playing the Rams week one. Dalton might not make it through that game because he's going to look like shit <laughs> it, against that defense. They're gonna for, you do for you and DFSers, they I, I'm not a DFS uh, like expert. Well, I, like the I don't geek like is the DFS playing. What I'm saying is that's what I'm saying. Like you guys, are the experts. I'm yeah. caveat by saying I'm a casual. I am starting Justin Fields week one against the Rams in my captain spot. And when it, Andy Dalton gets fetched, I'll allow it. Yeah, and and when Andy Dalton gets benched in the first quarter and Fields comes in and lights them up, and I'm a million dollars richer, you will not see me on the NFL it, podcast anymore. I'm going to be on. Still- uh, it's still the Rams defense, and you're still only getting half a half a half a game worth of field. So I don't love the play, but what I do love is Fields over the course of an entire season as a rushing quarterback that you picked up with one of the, the last pick because your league mates are stupid. They don't listen to the ball call, and they don't know that Fields will be starting within the first couple of weeks. All right. Now speaking of DFS, says I just want to mention over at DFS Army, we are running our kickoff special. We never do this. We're doing it last few days until the season starts. Today through Sunday, kickoff special, either the VIP or Core 4. Core 4 is like Core 4 sports, baseball, basketball, uh, golf, and football. Or our VIP covers all sport membership, 20% off with promo code KICKOFF. So go to DFS Army, sign up as a VIP right now. This is the time, bro. Tomorrow night, first showdown of the season. You don't want to not be in DFS Army. My boy Bobby Wow, who is in the chat right here has done the cheat sheets and notes. Tonight we will be making our first showdown breakdown episode of the season. Stay tuned for that. That's coming tonight. DFS Army VIP only. So you've got to be in the group to start destroying FanDuel and DraftKings. You want to win? You're sick of losing on, on, on FanDuel and DraftKings? I know you are. You're sick of making deposits. We can help you compete like a pro. Starting tonight, showdown tomorrow. Use promo code KICKOFF. It's 20% off your dues. You got to do it. All right. Here we go. Green Bay Packers. So my draftum is, I know Devontae Adams is like going in the first round or the one-two, but I'm okay if you want to draft Devontae Adams at pick four in, in your draft. Now you say, wait a second, because I'm taking Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Alvin Kamara. But after that, the running back situation is uncertain. And as we've talked about, there's no more money in the bank player than Devontae Adams. He is as close to targets. A- a touchdown yeah, every single game. So he's a draft him. We're okay taking him as high as pick four. And if you wanted to take him above any of those other three running backs, I, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't talk you out of it, but I'm, you know, then that's my point. I have him fourth overall. You got a really my, good sleeper on this team. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, so my, um, my avoid him in, it's not because I don't like Aaron Rodgers or think he's the goat. It's just that if you're, if you're drafting Aaron Rodgers, expecting 48 touchdowns again, I think that, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so if you just draft him understanding that Tom Brady might have more passing touchdowns than him this year, and he's getting pushed up a little bit, Aaron Rodgers, he's going into like the sixth, seventh round. Like I'd rather have Justin Herbert over him, uh, but it's close. If, if, and also in your home leagues that Aaron Rodgers is a name brand. So he definitely gets pushed up a little bit. I would avoid him, take Herbert, take Russell Wilson a round or two later. And my sleeper, I'm going to go a little deep here. He's probably on the waiver wire in your league. And I still like Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh. And yeah. you know, so, so we were in the, we're sharing a brain there. Yeah. I mean, this is the year that I mean, green Bay wide receivers typically take a couple of years to break out. Scantling has showed enough and he is going to, you know, he, he, He's going to have those games where he gets three catches for 98 yards and two touchdowns. And I expect, uh, I would not be shocked if Marcus Valdez-Scantling becomes more consistent this year. I mean, remember, Devontae Adams, when they drafted him, was considered a bust for the first couple of years. So it sounds like we're sharing a brain. I saw the geek light up. He likes Scantling, too. We're going to keep it moving, geek. We're going to move into the, um, oh, we didn't do the Vikings, right? We didn't do the Vikings. So you could take the Vikings. All right, here we go. Vikings. 
the draft him, Dalvin Cook at all costs. Um, he has the lowest bust rate of any player in the National Football League over the past few seasons. What that means is he has delivered expectations based on his draft position on a per game basis, even more, just a little bit more than Christian McCaffrey has. So Dalvin Cook is the easy draft him on this team. The avoid him is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, I like him, but on a team like the Vikings that relies on the run so often, what's going to happen with Cousins is he's going to give you a couple of really great games over the course of the season, but when they can rely on the run, they will. So you're going to end up with these games where you only get 12 or 13 fantasy points because they, they'll just lean on that run. So Cousins is still kind of going in the top 20 of quarterbacks overall. And to me, there's too many duds floating around in his sort of um, operation to mess with my sleeper. And I know it's a, it's a, you know, it's a tight pool here, but it's Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is a touchdown machine. He's going really, really late in the draft. I and, mean, and let me just, let me just underline something you just said. So when you're talking about Adam Thielen's a sleeper, if you're just tuning in now and you're like, Adam Thielen's a fifth round pick, he's not a sleeper. What we're talking about is that Adam Thielen is probably going to produce like a fifth rounder. I'm sorry, like a third rounder. Nobody wants him. So he is a sleeper within the context of your draft. So that's a really sharp sleeper. And, it's and like a very, it's, it's important to understand what the Vikings, what they do. D, this, the, I get this from the DFS side. They only throw, to two people on the team. They don't, they're the one of the most, if not the most condensed offense in the National Football League. There's no team that focuses on just a couple guys. They don't really have a tight end that we, we need to worry about right now. Um, so, I mean, Chris Herndon, there's no one there that we really are worrying about. So, both wide receivers in games where they're throwing tend to excel. That's why, uh, you know, I, I love Justin Jefferson, but you got to pay. Uh, you know, a second round price for him. There are other really great wide receivers. Let me ask when you this. Him. Let me ask you this. If Jefferson, if Jefferson falls into that like third round, so let's say he's like 3.2. Are you signing off on him there? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's okay. just a question of like, as long as I don't need to take him. If there's six, five or six other really elite wide receivers that I think are kind of the same. Well, you know, let like me ask you this. Brown would is you, still there. Well, I'll take AJ Brown. Would you rather have Hopkins or Justin Jefferson? I think Hopkins is, I, I take Hopkins over Jefferson. I had that dilemma. I had that decision last night. I passed on Hopkins. You ended up getting him. I took Justin Jefferson. I think um, I agree. Like like now that I'm analyzing the draft but a little Jefferson's bit, Jefferson's great. He's great. Right, also. but I'd rather have Hopkins. I'd rather have Hopkins. And Hopkins you had him get more. Hopkins will average more targets because his team throws a little bit more and they focus on him. But maybe not. Like I could see Justin Jefferson having a better year than Hopkins e easily. Yeah, like, but if you want money in the bank, I mean, we talked about. Uh, the bank. We know yes. we're getting 10 targets a game. We know he's goat level good at, at, at football. Yeah. Like there are just, he's been doing it for years that, you know, you can't go wrong. I'm happy okay. with either of those guys. We're moving on to the last division, NFC South. Uh, I'm going to let you go first this time. You can take either the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, or the Bucks. I mean, let's just start with the Bucks. Um, and, you know, my draft him is Antonio Brown. He's just the same as the other wide receivers on that team. Did you he's see going... the latest reports on him? Bruce Arians is yes. like, this looks like peak Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, let's see, but let's see it for real. The coach speak is but you'd rather him say it than not. Yeah, say I like it. hearing it's peak Antonio Brown, but I mean, guys, Antonio Brown, why is he going? Hey, thumbs up this video right now. If you believe in Antonio Brown, let's get some, let's get some good energy going here for Antonio Brown. Yeah. If you ever had Antonio Brown on your team, you won fantasy football championship. So let's thumbs up this video. Let's, let's um, hit that heart button and let's show a little love for Antonio Brown, baby. Antonio let's go. Brown, okay. Baby. Who's okay. your, who's your avoid him? My avoid him is Mike Evans. I'm sorry, but the dude did all of his production over the course of four games last season. And it made him look a much, much better and more consistent than he is. He did win you those actual leagues, those four weeks, which was great, but he's not really very productive on a game to game basis. He's wildly touchdown dependent. And again, with Gronk sort of getting better as last season wore on with Antonio Brown, not really having been there um, vulturing as much last year. So I, I just think both Evans and Godwin, are a disaster. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind with my sleeper. Now, I don't love this player, but he's going so late that it's now finally worth it, and it's Ron Jones Jr. Listen, the guy has talent. Okay? The talent is there. He can catch passes. There's nothing he doesn't do that I don't think he's good at, right? 
when he's been on the field, he's been one of the highest ranked PFF skill running backs in the National Football Top 10. So the only thing holding him back is the fact that, you know, the creaky old Leonard Fournette, Uncle Lenny is over there. I mean, come on. You know, like I have a feeling Leonard Fournette, all it's going to take is a little hammy pull or something. And the other thing is the Gio Bernard um, uh, vulture factor coming in on third down. I don't like that one bit, but that's why you're getting (laughs) Ron Jones Jr. in like round 11 or 12. He's so late in your draft that if something were to happen to Fournette or if, you know, old man Gio doesn't have this massive role, I think for uh, I think that Ron Jones Jr. could eventually, you know, deliver at least flex level um, or, or hold down the RB2 spot for you for a few weeks. So you're not paying an RB2 price. You're paying an, like an RB, you know, he's probably going RB35 or, or 38. Like he's going very late enough in your draft where you can take a shot on Ron Jones Jr. And, you know, he'll be a useful piece. I actually have a lot of exposure to, to him this season. All right, Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons. For me, draft them is there's no draft slot too high for Calvin Ridley. I would, I think Calvin Ridley has got as good a shot as any of the top tier wide receivers to end up as wide receiver one. The targets are just going to be out of control. The air yards, they throw deep to him. They throw short to him. Listen, you and I got him wrong as a prospect. We didn't like him. We liked him. We just didn't, we, we'd like DJ more a little bit more. We'd liked a few other guys. We just got it wrong. And coming out of draft that's right yeah we thought hey he's an older rookie we just just, like dj Moore just a little bit more that wasn't it wasn't so wrong we took him but that's wrong but that's wrong because calvin ridley is a defensible first round pick and dj Moore, you're like "Eh," in the fifth round so he definitely hasn't i mean the results are in we got it wrong you know so l for we'll take the l on that my Mm -hmm. avoid him is kyle pitts i mean i understand if you want to do it i'm not going to talk you out of it but taking him in the fourth round man that's a rookie tight end even if you're treating him like a rookie receiver and i know that's it it's the reveal on kyle pitts in week one is going to cause a civil war on twitter if he gets eight for 80 and two touchdowns can all the i told you so's are just going to come out and if he gets two catches for 24 yards the i told you so's are going to come out so that's you want to hear something scary Pitts is going to be week one chalk in DFS. There is no doubt in my mind. He will be one of the highest owned tight ends in daily fantasy football. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of heartache or a lot of gloating just for that purpose as well. He's priced a little too low on DraftKings. He's going to suck up all of that ownership. Yeah. So that's my avoid. I'm my sleeper. Very boring pick geek, but I, Russell Gage is one of the most sound late round picks you can make in a league where you start three wide receivers. You're going to have injuries. You're going to be very happy. If you look down on your bench in week four and Russell Gage is there getting you six for 60 every single week. So he is my sleeper and nobody wants him. You can go a little deeper with Zacchaeus, but we are not going to do that right uh, now. I just want to give a and- nod to Mike Davis though. Um, he's a great pick where you can get him in your draft. Um, everybody thinks he's sort of like a, a journeyman and he is or he isn't. Don't know about his health situation, whatever. The po- You're going to get a, a workhorse back who catches passes as By RB. The, the best name. After, best. after Kareem Hunt, hell no. Take Mike Davis. He yeah. is a strong um, fantasy play for as long as he's in the game. And when he comes out, uh, who's the backup over there now? Is it um, who the hell the, did they pick up? I can't even remember, but yeah, uh, the best, the best nickname I've heard for, uh, for Mike Davis is, uh, Bill, Bill Simmons on his podcast. He said that Mike Davis is in the perfect situation. So he calls him Mike, the situation, Yeah, the situation, the sitch. Yeah. That's right. That yeah. was a good one. Bill Simmons, uh, coined yeah. that one. Yeah. Go- uh, clipboard yeah, Jesus. Goldman. Goldman. Yeah, there. That's right. I love Goldman. I've been trying to trade for Goldman or trade him away. Love Goldman Yo, as the backup. Thanks, Goldman. When Davis gets hurt, you have Goldman waiting in the wings probably better than Davis. So it's going to work out really well, but you just got to make sure you cuff him with Gallman when you have Mike Davis, super critical. All right. So we have two teams left. We have the saints and the Panthers. I'll let you pick and I'll take the other team. Um, let's go. Let's go saints here. Who's your draft them? My draft him is Kamara. Listen, I was nervous about Kamara in the off season. Cause we weren't sure if it was going to be Taysom Hill or James Winston getting the job. James Winston got the job, which so means he, Kamara one second is, is Kamara your is Kamara your consensus three? Like you're Number taking three. him, yeah. You so you know what's funny is Dalton Del Don. He said something interesting the other day on his podcast. He said that Kamara is the third locked in guy, but he's closer to two than he is to four. Like if you were breaking down the number three slot and you had a, a sliding scale, he's closer to being the number two pick than he is the number four. pick. I, I like that analysis. Of it. I don't agree. I, I think it's very clear who one is, who two is and who three is. I, I don't actually agree with Dalton there, but whatever, 
right? I like Kamara, right? Like what I I'm saying is that I think you're one second, one second. I think what you're after him. You're you're not understanding what I'm saying is that there's he is he he's a defensible number two pick. There's no situation where you would take him another running back ahead of him, but you can take him ahead of Cook if That's you fair. wanted there's to. A, there's That's a real tear break. I like the term tear break. There's a legit tear break at Kamar. So I love Kamar. Um, my avoid him is Marquez Calloway. Guys, I'm sorry, but you know what? The, the ADP geek. has risen to the point where he's Do you know where he went the other night in the NFFC? He, he went, went in the fourth pick, round. Yep, pick 48. Yeah, he's going in the fourth and fifth round. What? Marquez Calloway? Like, no. So he was great. I love him as a sleeper in the 11th round, the 10th round when we were getting him, when we first discovered what he was doing. But he's risen to the point, especially in the NFFC, in the high-dollar leagues, where it's not worth it. And by and, the way, um, NFFC, you you and I are in an NFFC league. Uh, I got to go check that out. Yeah, the Fab runs tonight. So just oh, shit. I need to go yeah. look at that. I haven't looked at that and in, remember, in a long the, time. So thank the you other, for that reminder. I yeah, the that. other key thing, the other key thing about the NFFC is that even after the Thursday game, you could set your lineup. So if you have any Cowboys or or Bucks and they do well and they're on your bench, you could put them in your lineup proactively. So That's if you have up. Brady on your bench and he That's goes great. No, no, it is fair. The reason they do that is because more drafts are going off on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So those players that draft in this overall contest will have the ability to insert to draft those players early. So if you had like Cameron Brait, you know, like if he if he gets like two touchdowns and he'll get drafted on Friday in the NFFC, and then someone will just insert him into their lineup. Yeah, so that's why we're one. able to yeah. do it too. Little cheat code there. Um, so where are we at? We got our yeah. You you did. Uh, I needed to avoid him on the Saints for you. I did the avoid of Marquez Callaway and the sleeper on the Saints. I'm going with Trey. I'll go with Bobby Clinkert here. Traquan the chef. Interesting. Uh, interesting. No, no avoid him. I said we're doing an avoid. No, the avoid him is Marquez Callaway. Oh, right, right. So, yep. So, sleeper. Yeah, I got that, man. Sorry, Come man. On. I just Sorry. ripped on the, the the sexy player of of this season. And and for the same reason that Callaway, yeah, Traquan the chef, Bobby Clinks likes him, um, likes him even week one as an interesting tournament pivot off of the. Callaway chalk, but Traquan the chef, he's done it before. He's been on the team for a bit. He's had big games. Um, he looks to be the kind of wide receiver that will thrive under a slinging it Jameis Winston regime. So, yeah, give me some Traquan instead. You can get him with the last, the absolute last pick in your draft. I don't care how deep your league is. He is still there. So you get him with the last pick in draft. And I think he's a wide receiver with upside. I know you're going to say avoid him, uh, Michael Thomas. We've already been very clear we're not drafting Michael Thomas at his ADP. So if you were thinking of doing that, please don't. You don't want to see a guy on your just bench. Just to give you the ADP. reason, the reason is because you can't, in a typical 5-6 bench league, you can't hold them. You're going to miss out on those key waiver wire pickups in week one and week two. Yeah. Last team we got here is the Panthers. You and I agree that Robbie Anderson is the absolute best wide receiver to take in the sixth or seventh round. There's literally no one else I'd rather have than him. I would have taken him in the fourth round if I had to. He has played with Sam Darnold before. He's had his, he, Sam Darnold trusts him, likes him. The coaching staff trusts him, likes him, extended him. Just take Robbie Anderson. He is the draft. And we're not going to say Christian McCaffrey because we all know to take Christian McCaffrey. Right. We all know that. Okay. Yeah. The avoid him. Ugh, I hate to say it. It's DJ Moore. We love that guy, but he's going in the fourth round. I just can't. I, I'm, no I don't exposure. I have zero exposure. And we don't hate him. We no. like him, but at the price, there's just too many other good options for the uncertainty around him. And then when you talk about sleepers, when you talk about sleepers, hold your nose, geek. I still like Sam Darnold. I, he, you know what? He's still younger than Joe Burrow. He's always going to be. Right? <laughs> but uh, just take Sam Darnold. He's it, he. Listen, in our 20-round draft, one QB, he didn't get drafted. So he is a sleeper. I think that Sam Darnold is set up for a decent year. This coaching staff likes him. They have the opportunity to take Justin go with Terrence Marshall. Yeah, that's a great or, one, too. Or that's Chuba a, Hubbard as a really awesome that's, uh, handcuff. Uh, all great I picks. Terrence Marshall. But Terrence Marshall. Here's the here's the problem with Terrace Marshall is that he, anytime they go to two receiver sets, he's coming off the field. It's going to be Robbie. It's going to be DJ Moore. So he's only coming in when they go three wide. What so about he's when Robbie Anderson, hold on, hold the skinny one, gets hurt? Terrence Marshall comes in, leads teams to fantasy football championships. How about that? Fair enough. He's a waiver wire guy, but as far as a sleeper, I think that Sam Darnold, if you're in a super flex league, obviously, and if you are playing the weight, like I'd rather have Sam Darnold over Daniel Jones, over Derek Carr, all these guys that go late over about, Tua. All right. Let me, let me throw a couple of names out at you. But we got Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I, 
uh, I would still rather have Sam Darnold. They proactively want him. Sam, uh, and we like Zach Wilson, but he is a rookie quarterback. Rookie nah, quarterbacks. Zach if you're just playing Zach all day. Yeah. And no problem. But again, you would agree that it, Who's going to have more? Listen, they're playing each other in week one. We're going to get them see, see them duel out week one. You know what's great, by the way? And, I, and I'm repeating something I've heard on another podcast. This is, but week one, Adam Gase is going to look like an ass no matter what because either Darnold's going to be good and he's going to, and he's like, oh, it was the, or Carolina, sorry, or the Jets are going to be good and, and, and win. And everyone's going to say, oh, Adam, it's Adam Gase's fault. I so think, no matter what happens in that game, I think Adam, Adam Gase, Gase is going to not look a lot good. of looking like an ass. I think the real thing that's going to make Adam Gase look like an ass is when the high school football team that he's offensive coordinating for sucks. <laughs> All right. This year. I want geek. What I need you to do here is do a, uh, a quick wrap up. Like I'm talking one minute or under. Yeah, no, let's, here, let's... here we go guys. So um, that's it. That's it for the bold call this season. We are done. Football starts tomorrow. Uh, make sure you go check out this Thrive deal. The the extra two tickets that they're giving is crazy. You go, you sign up at Thrive Fantasy, thrivefantasy.com, promo code DFS Army. You get the deposit match and the $20 ticket for the Thursday and the $20 ticket for the Sunday contest. It's a no-brainer, guy. This is how you build a bankroll. Put in 50 bucks, play a play with an account that you're going to have $140 in for a $50 deposit. This real money that you could play and win and there's so much overlay in those contests you might win a hundred you might win a piece of a hundred thousand dollars in either of them they're going to be free money i promise you go sign up at thrive and of course dfs army we are running our kickoff promotion we just started it yesterday we do not do these during the season you can never get 20 percent off except for now you go to dfs army you sign up as a vip or as a core four monthly you use promo code kickoff and you get 20 percent off your dues it is a great deal. Everybody's uh, joining back up right now. We are back testing. We are doing everything we need to get everybody prepped for the season. I just did says what I just did was I did hours and hours of back testing live stream. I relive the entire 2020 season. I live the ups, the downs, the highs and the lows with our subs. Th those videos are out there. We're ready for it for this year. Get in there. Promo code kickoff. That's going to do it for the bold call, guys. This season good luck in your fantasy football leagues says what do you got to say last second advice for for the people who are drafting tonight yeah man just uh don't overreact uh tonight if you're drafting just go get the guys you want ignore adp for the most part after the first four or five rounds that doesn't mean reach up three rounds but if you're drafting tonight just get the players you want don't have regret go down with the guys you want and as our our uh our friend sigmund bloom said on his podcast these next few days are like the roller coaster ticking tick 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 and then on sunday boom it kicks off and we all start screaming i love that analogy that he made so i wanted to pass it on to the people watching here all right guys we'll see you soon geek will be back saturday someone asked what time you're going live on saturday um all right players club guys always two o'clock on saturdays dfs army vips only i've got a couple other things i'm doing tonight premiere of my show with anthony gargano called the um the speakeasy look for that on my twitter feed i'll be um posting the link to that show tomorrow the first playbook of the season that's dfs and betting angles myself and john sensational alessia that will be right here on this channel look for that tomorrow we'll go through all of the games for the main slate we'll pick four core games we're gonna dive deep for betting angles and dfs angles you will love that show the playbook thursdays all right We'll see you next we'll see you next year everybody. Goodbye.